say amen. amen. Let the church say amen. amen. Let the church say amen. amen. Praise God. Praise God. You know, when you know what you know. When God says do something, you do what he says do. And, and let me apologize right up front because uh, Minister Matt, I had been playing it in the wrong key. And the Holy Spirit said to me, that ain't what y'all rehearsed. So smooth that song on over to the right key. And you see what the result was. Praise God from whom all blessings go. Oh, my Lord, I can't even hardly preach now. Uh, because I think about the goodness of God and how faithful he has been to us morning by morning. And then and Mr. Matt even said in the evening and all day long and, and great is and great is and great is thy faithfulness. Oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. And so we appreciate the words that you said in song this morning. Let us pray. God, we thank you for this Mother's Day. We thank you for the proceedings that have occurred so far. We thank you, O oh Father, for allowing us to come and to praise your name and to give your name glory in this place. God, you are awesome all the time. And so we, we give your name glory because not because uh, we are so good, but because you are so good. God, we thank you right now because you have lifted our spirits and you've allowed us to know that all that we have needed, you have provided. Ah, uh, we can always look, even on those bills that we thought we couldn't pay, somehow they got paid because all we have needed, your hands provided, have provided, have provided, have provided. So we give your name glory and we thank you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So to you, godly mothers, we salute you today uh, because your legacy of virtuous women, uh, as Proverbs 20, Proverbs 31, 25 through 29 says, you are called, you're virtuous. Women, I know that there are some virtuous women in this house. I know that there are some virtuous women in this community. I know that there are some virtuous women on our line that goes out to the masses. I know that there are some virtuous women in RCM2. As I said, I love me some RCM2. Because I love the spirit of you mothers and women in this house. Amen. 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 Yes, you do uh, a wonderful job, and so we salute you on Mother's Day. Let me start with a story. A story is told that there was a woman who said that her mom had a great sense of humor and a knack for making everything fun. 
Uh, sounds a little bit like my mother. She could make the most of any situation. Uh, and and th this woman said that when, even when she was a small child, she's, her mother seemed to enjoy her own company. Reverend Veronica, she said she remembered her mother giggling while she was paying her bills. And, and then uh, we, everybody would ask what was so funny about paying bills. And the lady said that her mother would, would uh, put a little humorous notes in the memo line of the checks. And so for the light bill, she would say, you light up my life. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and even for the mortgage, she say, well, uh, four shingles closer to owning it all. And so we, we <laughs> I smiled when I saw this story. Uh, and then uh, sadly there was another story related where was a lady, a mother that, that a woman lady who had uh, said she dreaded the day that, that had arrived when she knew it was coming and it was inevitable. She had seen her mother uh, coming to a sad dementia state and, and she tried to ignore it as long as possible. And she said, my very capable and intelligent mom has started forgetting to pay her bills. And it was time for her daughter to take over her finances. So she had a bright spot, however, because as she looked at her mom's wallet, she discovered tucked away in a compartment four Mother's Day poems that this daughter had written to her. And her mother had saved them and cherished them, uh, all those simple poems, for over 50 years. What a happy surprise. Well, we start this because we're sure we have fond memory stories regarding our moms, those who are here with us and those who have gone on before. It is a bittersweet day. But we believe that God wants us to talk today from the subject, godly mothers. They stand in, they stand up, and they stand out. Amen. They stand in. I know you all know some that stand in. They stand up and then they stand out. It's not hard to see that this is the case when we read about the virtuous woman in Proverbs 31. She is a woman that stands in and stands up and certainly she stands out. Most women feel that they can never measure up to this virtuous woman because she seems to have it all together. She seems to have it going on to the point that she looks like a biblical superwoman. Uh, most mothers feel that they pale in comparison to the strong, the wise, driven, ambitious, God-fearing wife and mother that she is. Most mothers may not have all that she had. But there are many mothers that we can use as examples to see how they showed others how to stand in. 
to stand up and to stand up. I'll be through in just a few minutes. So, Pastor, I. All right, I'll be going back. Hers happened. You all know how she is when she, she gets me all that. She won't want me to talk about you, but preach a little bit. Let's look at some of our godly mothers in the Bible. As we look through the Bible and this particular text of Scripture, we learn that often the mothers of the Bible had to survive under incredible odds because women, for the most part, in those days were treated as second-class citizens. That meant that they were unappreciated in society and more and more like property than anything else. Isn't that sometimes the case in some cultures today? They are treated more like property. They are not given the appreciation as the woman that they are, especially as the mother. But God would have it. We can see evidence of motherhood being one of life's highest callings. We all need to know that our highest calling as followers of Christ is to know God and to make him known. To love God and to love others since that calling transcends all life stages and all of life's ages, whether you are a mother or not. When we look at motherhood as a calling, since many mothers have given sacrificially to so many and they have done it surviving the odds. They uh, let them begin by giving you some of the points that we make. They stand in. Mothers that stand in are the types of mothers who who stand and stood in the deep, hard crevices of life to make sure that their families were secure and healthy. This security may not have been from a financial aspect, but security came from being secure and knowing who God was. Some of them are still doing this today. Am I right about Amen. it? Amen. Grandma's still bringing in and taking care of of the kids and mothers Amen. are taking care of the kids. They are bringing things in security uh, among the family. Uh, aren't they standing in the tough gaps of life to protect their families? And what's more, they often change the course of history because of their virtues. They are steadfast in situations and steadfast in the word. Because for every situation, problem, or circumstance, they meditate on the word. And they speak the word. And they help keep the family strong by teaching the families what the word says. That they are being pushed into the crevices, while being pushed into the crevices of life. Standing in the gap also means that they bring order to chaos. 
Anybody ever had chaos that mama had to straighten out? Uh, and they stand for the right thing in God's eyes. Let me tell you, I can remember when the mother up in Baltimore beat her son right on back home yep. that day he was out there with the rice, uh, trying to be a, a big guy when, when Freddie Gray rice was going on. And that mother said, uh-uh, not in my house. I'm going to bring you behind right on back in here, and I'm going to get you right into righteousness, which are the righteousness in God. But she was, and so she she had to get him out of those streets. And like this mother, these standing in the gap mothers stand in the gap without compromising righteousness. I hope you're hearing me. Because nowadays, some mothers just want to be accepted. So they compromise God's righteousness. But the mother that truly stands in the gap will release her children to God. And because of them, we learn how God can step into any hopeless situation. How God can turn them upside down and make something good come from it. One day this young man will realize the blessing he had in a mother who would stand in when he was about to make a bad decision that had lasting consequences. Amen. Amen and bless the Lord. So we look at our second point. We've talked about our mothers who stand in. Let us look at our mothers who stand up. Right. Godly mothers, they stand up to the challenges against them. Look at the examples of those barren mothers who never gave up on God. Challenge, yes. Give up, no. Look at Hannah. You all remember Hannah in 1 Samuel chapter 1 who was barren but never gave up on God to give her a child. She stood up in the midst of the seemingly impossible challenge and asked God to bless her womb with a son. And she prayed and she prayed to the point that she looked like she was drunk to Eli who said her lips were moving but he didn't hear a sound. But she was talking to her father. Though the thing looked like it was impossible, she still trusted God for the impossible. Matthew 19 and 26 in our Bible tells us Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Amen. In the house this morning. Godly mothers of this house, we, we tell you this morning to continue to trust the God of the impossible. Because although we may fall, we may flounder, and we might fail, but there is no failure in him. I hope I have a witness in the house this morning. I want somebody to look at Rebecca. Rebecca had fertility issues for 20 years. 
and her mother-in-law, Sarah, who was also childless until Sarah was 90 years old. You see, they had the same challenge in the family. Both uh, had problems with barrenness. Somebody look at Elizabeth. In her older age, she came forth with a baby boy called John the Baptist. Uh, they stood up to the challenge of trusting God even when the odds were stacked against them. I need somebody in the house who knows what it's like to have the odds stacked against you. And it looks like what you've been praying for is never going to come to pass. But I use these ladies as an example. But if we were but hold on just a little while longer, if we were just keep the faith through the night, we know what our God is able to do. God can bring about these things when we hold on, even through those challenging moments. Has anybody in here, I'm just wondering, Brother Allen, has anybody has had to stand up to those challenges, those problems that come our way in life? Hallelujah. Has anybody had to just stand up when things didn't make you happy, when stuff didn't turn out like you thought they would? Can we raise our hand and be truthful in the house of God? Did everything in your life has not gone the way you wanted it? But when you stand up on the word of God, oh my goodness, oh miracles can happen. And as a result, these mothers that I just talked about are God's miracle mothers. Oh, they were miracle mothers despite the problems they had. Didn't look like anything good was going to come from them. But oh, when it came forward, good God Almighty, as a result, as a result, these women, they had miracle children through God's blessings. And as a result of their steadfastness and their trust in God, God blessed them with the fruit of their wounds. Oh, and God, God, God ensured that the world would benefit because what did he do? He brought forth great prophets, great leaders, great judges, and great counselors. Oh, it seemed like, I know it seemed like, I bet it seemed like an eternity, Pastor Keith, that they would never know what they could produce. But when they stood up, when they stood up on the promises of our Savior, what they brought forth would never be forgotten. Now, all right today, we read about it in God's word, and neither will their mothers be forgotten. For verses, verse 30, uh, section B in the text of, says a woman who fears the Lord. Will be greatly praised. I'm glad about it this morning that we can we can praise these women who showed us how we were to stand up and face our challenges. And so now we've learned that we can stand in. We learned that we can stand up. And I want you all to know that our third point is that we can still stand out. Oh yes, we can. I know it's not popular because we all like to be blended in with society. We like to look like our neighbors. We, Especially as young people growing up, amen. We like to fit in, amen, somebody. But I came by to tell us and remind us that God 
know. Uh, they stand out because we learn from their strong faith uh, and their absolute belief in an almighty God. Uh, what stands out about them? Uh, though uh, through them, I'm sorry, we learn that God can do miracles in our lives. Uh, does anybody still believe uh, that we serve a miracle working God? Uh, has anybody ever seen his miracles, uh, his signs, and his wonders, uh, even in this 21st century, any, any, even in the 2023, uh, God can still produce miracles. Uh, oh, yes, he can. Uh, we learn that God and does, uh, re he can and he does restore sinners uh, who can come back to him. Uh, oh, yes, he does. Uh, we see it over and over with somebody uh, who is wayward, when somebody has not accepted him as Lord and Savior, but all they have to do uh, is surrender their hearts unto him, uh, and he restores them back unto him. Uh, we learn that God can save his people, uh, even when the odds seem impossible. Uh, somebody better call Esther. Uh, oh, yeah, because she was able uh, to save herself uh, and her people uh, when it looked like it could not be done. Uh, oh, we learn, we learn that God rewards mothers like Ruth uh, who had a son uh, that was in the lineage of Jesus uh, for having confidence in him. Uh, I'm telling you there's something about us uh, being connected to God uh, that helps us to stand in. Uh, it helps us to stand up uh, and it helps us to stand out. Uh, oh yes it does. Uh, our, text, our text today tells us uh, how godly mothers stand in. How they stand out how they stand out. You all read it. You all are familiar with that virtuous woman in Proverbs 31. That, that woman who gives a lot of women a headache because it looks like she's doing too much. It looks like she's always working. It looks like she never sleeps. It looks like she gives of herself selfishly, selflessly. It, it, it looks like she's the energizer buddy. She keeps going and going and going. Oh, but God is just trying to show us that a virtuous woman is a woman of great strength uh, and she's dignified. Uh, oh yes she is. Uh, somebody says she likes the mind of business uh, and she tends to her own household. Oh yes she does. Uh, and if you are like us uh, we are glad that they are in Dr. Brown's case that Mama Brown was a dignified woman uh, who showed her children uh, how to live unto the Lord. Uh, oh yes, yes, yes. The text, the text. The text says that they are teachers of kindness and they look well towards others' households. What's more, their children, their children and their husbands call them blessed because of the deeds of their hands. These godly mothers love their husbands and they love their children. They are responsible and they take care of their homes. Proverbs 14 and 1 tells us that the wisest of women builds her house, but foolishness with her own hands will tear it down. So they try to love effectively and without foolishness in their lives. You see, there is a certain distinction for godly mothers because they have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yes. The Holy Spirit, I say. Yes. 
the Holy Spirit running their lives. And as a result of having the Spirit on the inside, they are delightful, virtuous, and equip and encourage other women. Oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. They are discerning and they ensure that Christ is first and foremost in their lives. They seek God's attention and his attention first. So to all of you godly mothers, whether you're present here in this sanctuary or whether you are viewing us online, Today we tip our hats to you. Jesus. We salute you, yeah. Thank you Lord. for being a godly woman Jesus. in the very sight of our God and this world. We need your example. Jesus. We need your resilience. Jesus. And we need your determination. Jesus. Let us let us close with a prayer that has a confession in it regarding how they desire to be good godly a good godly mother this prayer we run, ran across from mamareflections.com and it simply says dear lord sometimes i wonder if i can ever even really be a good mother I feel like a mess up all the time. But then I remember that this is what you called me to be. So since you called me to be a mother, you will give me what I need to do this well and for your glory. Help me to remember always what a blessing my children truly are. Give me words of wisdom and kindness on my tongue. Please guide me to train my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren in your ways. May I honor you May I glorify you as a godly mother, one who stands in, one who stands up, and hallelujah to your name, one who stands out. And let the people of God say amen, amen, and bless the name of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We have some good godly mothers in our midst this morning. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So many of us have been fortunate to have been birthed and reared under godly women who did all they knew to keep us on a straight and narrow path. Because the Bible says that And, and you can't do what everybody else is 
decent citizens, amen. So they would grow up and maybe be somebody's husband or somebody's wife or somebody else's mother or father. It's a hard job. We cannot do it without the hand of God leading, guiding us, and directing. 